Okay, if everybody would please stand for a pledge of allegiance. We'll get started. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. All right, this meeting is called to order. Just take a minute to approve the minutes of our July 2nd, 2020. We've had ample time today to review the minutes. I'll uh, make a motion to approve the minutes as submitted for July 2nd, 2020. And I'll second that with the um, uh, changes that were uh, suggested and approved by some of the public comments. Oh, that's, that's another, that's another motion. motion. Oh, I apologize. That's, that's right. That's right. So I have a motion and a second on these minutes. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Those minutes are approved. And then I'll make the motion to amend the minutes of June 25th, 2020, to reflect the changes of uh, George B. Lamb's comments uh, regarding those minutes. Second. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 The motion carries. The minutes are approved there with that alteration. Uh, any correspondence? Yep, we have quite a few here today. Uh, first one from Kylie Associates regarding a general permit for the ox culvert replacement in Damascus Township. That's a DEP permit request. Another notice from Kylie Associates for another permit, another DEP one for Bavarian Hill Road Rehabilitation in Berlin Township. A uh, letter from the Secretary of the Interior regarding us that uh, the payments in lieu of taxes have been made to Wayne County. Uh, we will be receiving $2,072, and that's for the Army Corps of Engineers property and some other properties, federal properties. Uh, also, notice here from the Pennsylvania Department of Human Services that the Wayne County child welfare needs base plan and budget allocations for the fiscal year 2021 have been approved and uh, overall expenditures and revenues will remain the same at 6.75 million uh, however the state act 148 allocations were adjusted up slightly uh, 5.73 percent for the title 40 funding for the federal coronavirus so good news there we did not go down our funding uh, Notice from Western Wayne accepting, asking us to accept the request to grant authorization for government software services and using the Wayne County Master File for the printing of their 2021 school real estate duplicates and tax notices. Uh, we have the Forest Leaves newsletter from the Penn State Extension offices. We have a letter of retirement from Sherry Ficken, a fiscal technician in human services, effective September 21st. I'll make a motion to accept the uh, letter of retirement. Second. All in favor, same vote saying aye. Aye. Aye, the motion carries. All right, and one more resignation from our community health nurse, Diane Rivlin, effective July 10th, 2020. I'll make a motion to accept the resignation of Diane Rivlin. Second. All in favor, somebody saying aye. 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 The motion carries. That's all the correspondence. Okay, public comment. Robert J. Sahusky, retired colonel, I believe, is here for public comment. Yeah, I am, Let's sir. Take a seat at the center table. 
Proud to have you here, Bob. Thanks for coming. It's a pleasure to be, if I may, I'm six, may. Feet, I'm six feet away. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and have this opportunity to uh, address the Board of Commissioners of this county. As, as Brian said, my name is Robert J. Sahusky. I'm a lifetime voter in Wayne County. Although I have lived in Texas, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Minnesota, Kansas, Virginia, and New Jersey. I deeply appreciate the opportunity this great country gives me to speak freely about our laws and our values. The 18th century philosopher Edward Burke, Edmund Burke, and Albert Einstein both said, for evil to succeed, all it takes is for free men to remain silent and do nothing. Remain silent and do nothing. Recently I read that some person, I know her name, but I won't repeat it. I'm just going to call her a nut job. That's right, you heard correctly. I'm calling her a nut job. Came and demanded that Commissioner Adams resign. Commissioner Adams did the absolute right thing by alerting the police about the possible influx of rioters, rioters and roving bands of protesters coming to Honesdale Central Park for the protest, whatever day it was, sometime in July. I have an office and with 20 employees a block and a half from here. And I and my employees were intimidated by the gathering crowd. For the first time in nine years, I had to drive one of my employees home because she was afraid to walk home to uh, out cross to a Park Street. <clears throat> Once again, Commissioner Adams did the correct thing and fulfilled his duties. That's what you're charged to do, Commissioner Adams, for the protection and safety of the citizens of Wayne County. You did it well. I have other things to do with my time than, rather than being here today, but when I hear of systemic racism in Wayne County and Black Lives Matter, I feel compelled to step forward. The only thing systemic and racist about the BLM movement is just the term Black Lives Matter. It is inherently racist. It implies that other lives don't matter or don't matter as much. This is political nonsense. Political nonsense. And nothing but a movement to intimidate, weak-kneed, feckless politicians and petitions of power. If the nut job demanding Commissioner Adams' resignation doesn't like what she's found here, I suggest she go to Minneapolis, St. Paul, or Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Washington, or Atlanta. Pick a city. Pick any one of those cities. What do these, all these cities have in common? What do they have in common? Think. They have liberal, progressive, feckless, fearful, incompetent wimps as mayors. That's why you have the problems in, in Chicago. That's why you have the problem with Minneapolis, where I lived. I know that town. I know Hennepin, where these things are. Einstein, this goes without saying, was pretty smart. And I believe his words are more appropriate today than any time in our 244-year history of our great nation. For evil to succeed, all it takes is for free men to remain silent and to do nothing. Thank you, Joe, and thank you, members of the board, for your time and attention and your service. That's thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Thank okay. you. Okay. Uh, Linda, do you oh, have no, I, You're here just here we, with Bob. We draw straws to see who's going to speak. <laughs> Anyone, so. Wait a minute. 
Well, for the record, Linda is Bob's wife and um, very, very much a part of this community for a long time, too. So, uh, known them both, admired them both for a long time. So, uh, honored to have you here today. Thank you. Charlie, Charlie Rock, are you here to speak today? Yes. Public comment? Sure, I'd like to make a comment, please. We'll step up to the center table. Hi, thank you for the opportunity to speak here. My name's Charlie Rock, born and raised here. Spent all but about 10 years of my life here. Most of it was in the military in Germany and Fort Benning, Georgia. And, you know, I just um, retired recently, but I'm following what goes on. I was talking to my oldest boy yesterday. I said, you know, things have changed a lot. We get you back some decades back. All you had was local media, and you knew more about your community. You knew what was happening. But I said, with the internet now, just about everything is national. It affect and everything else, and you know very little about what's going on in your community. The media isn't as good as community-wise as it is on a national level. So people are kind of confused about what's going on. I know I am. You know, I've got these protests going out here, and I see comments in the paper and everything ripping up the good citizens of Homestead and everything like that, shooting down our commissioner, Adams. And, sir, I want you to know people support you in your statement. You know, I'd rather know something's happening than not know, because if you didn't say anything, well, obviously, and something happened, now you're on the other end of the stick. So we fully support the statement. Um, the, I just don't understand, you know. We have a right to assemble and bring our grievances up to where this protest started. What did the citizens of Wayne County do to these people? That's what I'm wondering. What was the grievance against this county? What did the citizens do? What about the citizens of Honesdale? What, some place, number of states away? Let me explain some of the things they've done across this nation. You know that guy that got murdered out there by that police officer? That police officer was charged and uh, fired within 24 hours. That doesn't count for the murder, the rape, the pillage, the burning, the terrorizing, the destruction across this country of these uh, people out here, their peers, what they're doing. That's just what's going on. A um, couple decades ago, a long time ago, I read Debate for the Constitution. And it's a two-book series on the debate. And when, after they uh, approved it, Benjamin Franklin said, you know, if you can keep it. And if you read the debate for the Constitution, there was a theme that kept coming through. If the population, when it increases, and if corruption came into it, violence, that this form of government will not be able to be sustained. Well, population increases, but we can do something about the um, corruption. Uh, even at the highest levels of government, law enforcement, corruption, 
it descends in anarchy, they said, if it would. But the attack on our police forces, my son's a police officer. I have another son who's a prison guard. My wife works with the police department. You know, these attacks are uncalled for. You know, these these men and women in uniform put their lives on the line. You know, over a thousand police officers during these incidences have been maimed, injured, and murdered. And yet, everything's about this other group, you know? And I just encourage our commissioners and our citizens to really, you're doing a great job. We thank you. And we, the citizens, we really need to support our police departments our law enforcement and not give in to these people and what they want and everything like that. You know, when I was a child, seven, eight years old, at the Wayne County Fair, there used to be a bus. Nobody remembers it. I seem to be the only one. A tour bus would come through and park right behind the grandstand up there from the state. And it was a law enforcement bus. And it would pull up, it would park, you go in one door, you come out the other, and you walk through. They give you little pamphlets and all that you know, about law enforcement and stuff. And they had an electric chair in there. They had uh, handcuffs, different types of restraints for anybody that would remember it. You know, maybe in the future in Wayne County, we need to have at the fair something like this again, along with something, you know, I know we have National Night Out, but there's a lot of visitors come into the fair that even next year, if we have a fair, that something could be established uh, in support of the police officers, get something really organized, really good. Um, I'm sorry if I'm taking up your time, but I, I think that my big thing is, you know, really supporting our police. I think the defund the police thing is really, it, it's just stupid. You know, there's no reason for it. You know, we don't want to end up, if we look at this organization and what they want, and we, I do a lot of historical study. I, it's, I enjoy it, you know, and I could stand here and I could sit here and tell you how Stalin came in through Lenin, how Hitler came in, how uh, Mao Zedong and these people, how they swooned the people in. You know, if they got, if these socialist people got control of the destruction to our com country, let alone when it, the purge starts, we're already losing some of our freedoms through the courts. You know, you, uh, free speech has now come become hate speech. You know, where, 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 what happened? Where's the line drawn? You know, but my big thing is, yeah, we need to stand up and we need to support our police. And that's my main thing, I guess, I wanted to bring out. You know, it's just terrible what's happened across here. But yeah, I support everything you're doing. I support your state. Well, I want you to know that people are talking about it. Now, everybody can't be here, but you have a lot of support out there. And that's it, John. Thank you. Appreciate it, That's important for us to know. I guess I just want to follow up with a statement that, you know, when we get a threat that comes to our area, um, and it happened to us, and I said this at our first meeting. It happened to us right here in the courthouse. We had a bomb threat. First time I can remember ever having a bomb threat. I, throw, I showed up at the door, went to walk in. Sheriff's Department is there telling me you can't come in. There's a bomb threat. Everybody's to go to the park. It was a cold day. We took everybody from the park, and we went to the senior center so that you could get warmed up and have coffee. But the point I'm trying to make is 
It was not, there was not a bomb in this building, but it was a threat, and we had to take it as a credible threat. Uh, Joe comes out of the school industry where they get bomb threats. He knows very well that when you get a bomb threat, it probably isn't a bomb in the school, but you can't err on the side of willy-nilly. You have to err on the side of caution. You have to take that as a credible threat. You have to get the kids out of the building. You have to do the things that it takes to find out that there's not a bomb in there before you move on. So again, when we get a threat or when we get um, a notification that there could be a threat, it usually is not the commissioners dispatching police. It's usually the district attorney that gets that threat. It's usually him disseminating information to the sheriff it's him talking to the state police. It's the state police in that conversation telling them what they have planned, and that's literally what happened in this threat. There was two things that the commissioners did do. The commissioners did approve the sheriff's department to have some overtime to protect this building, not only protect the building, but be on site in case somebody else got hurt, even the protesters, and same thing that the police were doing out there. They're not there only to pr protect one side of that issue. They're there to protect everybody. And the other thing that the commissioners did besides extending overtime is there were people who were concerned. You know, Bob has told me that he had uh, um, one of his workers that were concerned and wanted to get out of town, and he had to drive them out of town. Well, we had workers that were concerned not only because they were afraid, but because they had places to go. They didn't know if there was going to be a gridlock, traffic jam, what was going to happen. So the commissioners that day allowed people to flex their time and go home and get out of this building if they had appointments to keep, if they wanted to get home at a certain time, and if they were worried about their family or what else. It didn't matter. We allowed them to flex their time. Those were the two things that we did do. Approve the overtime for the deputies and allow people to flex their time. Everything that we did was just in line with public safety and to be responsible. So I thank you for the support today. Um, I too believe, and I have for a long time, that the language in the Declaration of Independence that says, those of us who recognize the need for change have the responsibility to create that change. I talked about this up in Pleasant Mount at the, at the 4th of July parade. That's, a, that's something that we should all do, but there is a respectful way to go about that. The change that people are looking for here has to be done through legislation. I know that our legislators are good legislators, Lisa Baker, Senator Lisa Baker, uh, Representative Mike Pfeiffer, Representative Jonathan Fritz from our area, sat through two days of hearings on this very issue, put forth the House and the Senate on some bills that would help the situation with police, and, and, and that's where that needed to be addressed. So, um, and, I, and I told people this on the 4th of July, when you go to see your legislators, be respectful, be articulate, have an organized thought and a, and a delivered speech, and, and write it down so you can leave them with something, but recognize that it has to make an impact in 15 minutes, because 15 minutes later, somebody else is in their office with a different issue. Somebody else 15 minutes after that is in their office with a different issue. And if you start calling them names, and if you start using foul language, what will happen is they will turn a deaf ear on you, and they will not even have heard what you had to say. 
They will listen to the people who are articulate and respectful and have a valid issue that they are trying to accomplish. So I give that uh, criticism, I give that advice, and I give that to my own children because I want my children to be respectful and my grandchildren to be respectful. And I also want them to have the freedoms and, and the freedoms that we have and the freedoms that our ancestors have had. So I could go on and on, but I will stop there. But thank you for your public comment today. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. You can stay or you can leave. I'm certainly not pushing you out the door, but we have. I have to leave. I have places things to be doing. Okay. Yes. S U H. Thank you. For the agenda five, six, and seven additions. Okay. Are we ready for the BH group? Yep. Yes. Yeah, Kim's getting them. Oh, okay. Sir, your name is Rock. Right. Right. You're on it. R A C H T. Hi, Marty. Charlie, what town are you? Do you live in Homesville? Palmyra Township. Okay, where are we on? This is uh, employee recognition. Well, how are you ladies today? Good. Thank you for being here. So today we have employee recognition. Um, we have quite a few employees here today for recognition. Um, Margaret, I'd like to start with you and first... Uh, Maybe give everybody just a little once-over of exactly what goes on in your department. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's uh, it's it would take you forever to say everything, but you know just a little overview of what these ladies and, and well, there's men that work in your department too, I think. So uh, if you do that, I'd appreciate it. Sure. There are actually nine units in our agency, and so those represented here are case management. We have. Behavioral Health Case Management, um, Children and Adults. We have um, Developmental Program Case Management, and that does a uh, that entails a lifespan. We have Early Intervention Case Management, birth to three. We have our um, Psychiatric Rehabilitation Services, and that's a program over on Church Street. A Transition Living Apartment Program, which is 24-7, um, that is staffed for people with serious mental illness. We have our administrative entity, which is development of programs, administrative work, um, administrative case management, <laughs> um, and that it also entails the work that gets done in the prison and in all the school districts, and our administrative team and our clerical team. And so our job really, in essence, is the health and safety of the people with special needs that we serve. And the women here present today do an excellent job doing that, and as well as the rest of the staff there too. But um, we also develop programs for gaps and services in our community that allow us to serve people with even more specialized needs in more specialized ways. And so we, the administrative team is always trying to develop those kinds of programs um, to ensure that we reach the most vulnerable people and give them the services that they need. On, on, in the nine divisions, um, uh, roughly, how many special 
needs services of individuals in Wayne County do you serve, and, and roughly how many employees you know, do you have? In um, behavior health, at any given time, we're mandated by guidelines about how many the max of people we can serve at any time. So at any one time, we, um, we serve about 85 in specialized services. Overall in Wayne County, the number of people who are served in ment with mental health services is in excess over 2,500. For intellectual disabilities, we are at 285 people. Early intervention fluctuates as well because the, the scope is so narrow from birth to three, but we're about 84 people that we serve there. Um, our TLA at full capacity is three, and we also have the, the apartment building up in, um, up on North Main, and that serves, there's four apartments there, but people share those apartments, so any given time, we could have nine people up there. That's great. I mean, I just wanted to point out that that's 20, roughly 2,700 people um, that get services through uh, through Margaret's entire department. I'm sure the general public that has no understanding of how many people and how severe the needs of some of those people are uh, and how critical it is uh, to um, have everybody who's here and everybody in those nine divisions serving that population who is the probably the neediest population of all Wayne County residents. So I just want to say you know, thank you very, very much. Uh, um, 2,700 people out of out of our entire population here is 52,000 roughly. Um, is a very big number of, of extreme needs that are being met by Margaret and, and her entire department. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you. Would you like to add anything to us before we get into these? Uh... I, I, I just want to thank each of you for making these choices in your careers. Um, and again, I agree. So often people don't know in the community how deep the need is and how how well you guys administer these services. So it is a really special calling. Um, I know it's not easy. I know there are days where you question those choices, um, and how could you not? But thank you. Thank you for all of those times, and thank you for making a commitment to the community. We're very proud to have you as Wayne County employees, and that's what today is all about. So, and thank you for taking time from what you're doing to come here and, 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 and give us a chance to sit. So I just want to say that um, as a grandparent, as a parent, as somebody who cares about children, I drive a school bus, and um, you know I'm involved in a lot of people's lives too. Um, and when you're involved in people's lives, you don't just go home at the end of the day and forget about it. It's something that you take very seriously. It's something that you think about before you go to bed. It's something that you wake up in the middle of the night thinking about. It's something that you wake up in the morning thinking about. All during the day, I'm sure that your attention goes from one consumer that needs your attention to another consumer that needs your attention, reflecting back and forth of all the people you care about. And, and the more people's lives that you're involved in, the more complicated your own life becomes. So thank you so much for being dedicated enough to help others. 
Thank you for your service to the community in Wayne County. Thank you for all the programs they provide for. Uh, these are some of the neediest citizens, but, but you make their lives much more meaningful by being involved in doing the things we do. So thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, so we'll start right off and get these to you. Uh, if you'd like to come up one at a time, we'll give you an elbow bump or just a congratulations. <laughs> but Margaret Ennis, you've been with the county for 15 years, so you have a certificate here of recognition for your 15 years of service to the citizens of Wayne County. So thank you very much. For that. That did not start where you are today. More, yeah. <laughs> I believe you started in probation. I did. You did? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Then you went to a different department. I, I believe working in probation. Yes, we Another interesting tidbit: Margaret is a superbly highly educated individual. Uh, super intelligent. She has a law degree. Uh, people don't re recognize. I mean, somebody, uh, and, and with her law degree, uh, things that she has to do on a daily basis um, um, with, with the consumers and interpreting all of the, the regulations that go along with, with you know, some of the things that, that her and her department have to deal with, you know, it's just a huge additional um, attribute of Margaret. Uh, and, and obviously, her caring and commitment to all the employees and all the consumers and the, and the residents. So, you know, a special shout out to, to Margaret because this is most, if not the most difficult, one of the most difficult areas in the entire county to work, without a doubt. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Brielle Floyd. One year service to the citizens of Wayne County. I, you'll probably go home at night and wonder, what did I get myself? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 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 Thank Kimberly Hahn. And I don't know that I said that correctly. You did. <laughs> but again, one year of service. Thank you very much for what you said. Angela Laufenberger, I don't know how close that was, that but was uh, <laughs> thank you very much and congratulations. And Marta Tuttle, five years of service to the citizens of Wayne Keep up the good work. Thanks for all that you all do. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how about a picture with everybody? Oh, yes. So maybe the just can scooch together and put two two more chairs, and then we'll stand behind you. How's that? Yeah, that's probably true. Yep. Yeah. This is a shame. I hope that people don't recognize you. Their names will go in. Yeah. We'll never forget what you're doing. Actually, can you guys move just a little bit more together? Just a little bit better? Yeah. Jocelyn, you. Yeah, there you go. 
Crutch and I'm and I'm severely impaired in the brain department. <laughs> Our next order of business is a couple other certificates of recognition. This one here is particularly, I think, um, someone who I've known for a long time. Uh, Jamie has come up through the ranks in her own department. She's done a fantastic job, and now she actually runs the conservation district. Um, Jamie, again, is someone who I've often had conversations with and talked about. Sometimes the only interaction that a person in the public will have with uh, Wayne County is someone like Jamie, who gets a complaint, who has to deal with the complaint, who has to first show up on site and see if the complaint is warranted, some complaints are not warranted. Some of them are handled in-house and some of them are handled by deferring them back to DPP and a lot of that depends on whether that's in our delegation agreement. And uh, Jamie, you've done a fantastic job from day one. Um, you've always handled everybody with respect. Um, I'm very, very encouraged with our conservation district under your guidance and your leadership. Uh, it's been a conservation district even before your time that we could all be proud of. But uh, with your leadership, I think we're in a place um, that is second to none amongst the conservation districts in the state of Pennsylvania. I know that all the board members have the utmost confidence in you. They all feel as though you've done a great job, and we have the confidence going forward that any issues that come up, the people in Wayne County will be treated with respect, they'll be treated uh, the way they should be treated, and we always look for compliance first voluntarily and, and don't try to go out and find people and, and get engaged in a penal process right away. So voluntary compliance is something that uh, Conservation District of Wayne County can pride itself on. So thank you for all that you've done. Uh, 15 years of service, I think, is very commendable. I hope you're around for that much more. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Thank you very much. So anything you would like to yeah, add? I mean, it, it, people, you know, it's, she has a really difficult job. Not a lot of 
really happy go lucky scenarios when we come up with restricting people's land use. Uh, so, uh, so with that said, you know, Jamie and her department, and, and especially Jamie, is, is such a really good educator and communicator of what the need is and why, and why it's important to do the right thing uh, with land. Uh, and the right thing from the standpoint of protections for not only your own land, but everybody else's as well. Um, she's certainly technically very savvy in that area and highly experienced. With one extra comment is the level of common sense uh, that comes from Jamie isn't common. Uh, so, you know, and if common sense were, you know, everywhere, um, this world would be a whole lot better off from a communication standpoint. Uh, but Jamie, you know, just a, a really difficult job, but a really good um, communicator and, and operator with common sense, and uh, and it's just a pleasure to work with you because the opportunities that that you deal with could become really contentious, and somehow, some way, you get it done, diffuse the situations, and deal with it in a professional and uh, and respectful manner. So congratulations for your victory. thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I, I couldn't agree more with what Brian and Joe both said, and I was really looking forward to today, Jamie, because I'm still the new kid, and I'm not sure there's a county employee I know better than you. Um, I met you very early on after I became a full-time resident in Wayne County, and at the first meeting I sat with, with Jamie, I went, well, this girl has her stuff together, <laughs> and on top of everything that you're doing, and I, and I agree that 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 way you communicate, the way you provide education, and it's it, you know it's not always what anybody wants to hear, is so valuable. You're born and raised here. You're managing a staff. You're in grant stuff day and night, and on top of all that, I just I, I grow more impressed with you all the time. Um, I served with you on the board of local nonprofit organizations. I know, Jamie, I'm a big fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. If you lead your team well. I see that time and time again. Um, it's an honor to work with you. And I hope we're here again in 15 years, giving you a 30-year uh, recognition. We will Thank be. You. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Thank you very much. And I do want to make the statement that there is a big difference between conservation and preservation. And the conservation district believes that you can work with the land. And they believe you can work with the forest. And they believe you can work with our water. And we're not just out there trying to shut everything down to preserve. We're trying to allow people to do the projects they want to do and do it while protecting the environment as much as we possibly can. And that's conservation. I think you epitomized that. And I think that uh, you know the last statement I, I think is necessary to make is a lot of what we do, again, goes back to fairness. We've got to have our contractors being treated equally. Um, you can't allow one to do one thing and one to do another thing. There's a set of rules that have to be abided by. And it's the same thing with our landowners. We can't allow one group of landowners to do one thing and another group of landowners to do another thing. So I think that is something that you've captured in your leadership is the fairness issue and again, uh, the respect. So uh, thank you very much for, for 15 years of service to the citizens of Wayne County. We have a certificate. And, then we'll, and we're going to do a picture too. Yeah. 
Okay. You want to sit right back oh, down sure. here, Jamie? Absolutely. There we go. Just the consistency mm -hmm. sake. Yeah. By 3M, they make masks. There's your stock pick for the day. What? Well, come on, man. Listen, it's for awkward silence. Yeah, that's why I do this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What's the difference if you make them smile? They're not. To make us feel awkward. He's keeping quiet. Come on, there are some great ways you could smile creepily without, you know, if you're not, you're not feeling it, guys. All right, so <laughs> here we go. Jamie, congratulations on 15 years. This is an amazing thing. I'm going to snap a few pictures, guys. Keep those smiles going for me. I can see those bright, beautiful eyes glistening, even though there's no faces behind those masks or whatever. That was a weird statement. Here we go. Three, two, one. Good, keep going, guys. Awesome. Keep those smiles going for me. Jamie, congratulations. Here we go. Another picture. Three. Two, one, awesome sauce, guys. Keep those guys, keep those eyes wide open for me. Keep those eyes smiling with those mouths can't. Here we go. Last one. Three, two, one, awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, so one more certificate of recognition, oh. and, I, and this one too, um, is to Kenneth Crum. Kenny's somebody I knew for a long, long time. We worked at more business forms together. We worked in the same department one summer when I was there during college in uh, shipping. Shipping. And uh, it was a pleasure to work with him then. It was a pl it's a pleasure to work with him now. Kenny also is someone who works in our assessment department. Um, and that is a department too that Fairness is the utmost importance. Uh, we don't want people being improperly assessed. We want people being properly assessed. We don't want any favors being, you know, dealt one direction or another direction. And certainly, Kenny is someone who epitomizes the fairness. Um, he comes up and he helps with the Board of Appeals, and he has again a, the common sense approach that Joe had talked about, and I'm sure we'll talk about again. But uh, truly cares about the citizens that he serves, um, and again, most people in the public, a lot of times, our assessment people are the only people that they are engaged with from Wayne County and county government. So, you know, we need our people who are assessors to be respectful people, to explain why they're, why they're there, to show credentials and to make it a positive experience as much as assessment can be a positive experience. But Kenny does all those things. We're very, very proud to have him on hand, and I'm always proud to say that he is uh, one of our employees and he's been an employee for 20 years. So thank you very much, Kenny. You're welcome, Brian. We appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, sure, Kenny. Kenny's, uh, people need to understand that the technical capabilities of Ken and uh, the assessors and that whole office are it's just off the scale it is so difficult to you know and, and just so everybody understands assessments are what drives how much you're paying in real estate taxes so it is the utmost of being fair and reasonable from a standpoint of value of your property so that nobody is paying more than their fair share or less than their fair share and that is a really difficult position. How many taxable parcels do we have? 
It's a it's big a, number. Over 52,000. Yeah, so, so 52,000 uh, uh, parcels that need to be equalized as best they possibly can and need to be um, handled from the standpoint of, of, of being fair. Uh, and the technical capabilities that you need to, uh, to have, whether it's construction or land values or, or special uses or all that stuff, is <laughs> the guru. And, and he does just an exceptionally good job. And as Brian says, fairness is where it's at. Uh, and, and Brian mentioned you know, the common sense approach. You need to be able to have the technical skill, but you need to be able to communicate with people. And Kenny does an awesome job of that. He does a great job when we're doing a, our, the assessment appeals, which happen on a you know, pretty much quarterly basis all through the year for people who might think that they have, uh, have been over-assessed. Uh, generally speaking, if you think you're under-assessed, you don't appeal. But just his ability to communicate with us and educate us as well as communicate and educate the, the public regarding their assessments is just outstanding. So, Kenny, uh, you know, hats off to you. 20 years uh, is, is quite an accomplishment. And, you know, the things that you've lived through, including a reassessment in 0405 uh, and, and future ones that might, that might be coming, I mean, it is a very, very critically, technically, critically important position. Uh, and it's also a great uh, position from a standpoint of contact with the public and understanding and, and, and the realization of being fair with people's share of paying the bill. So hats off to you, Kenny. It's a really difficult job, everybody. Um, and Kenny is the utmost professional and does a great job at it. So, yeah. there, there seems to be a common denominator among our 15-year recognition people today because just like um, the Conservation District, what you're doing often can be difficult or, you know, not easy. And, and I've seen your man of Kenny, if you're appealing your taxes, it's, you don't often understand the entire process, and your communication method is really respectful. I've seen you really shed light on things, but sometimes just the not understanding of it is where the argument comes from. And I've already seen you in action and know that you're really very good at that, you know. This is the guy that shows up on people's property, looks around and everything, That's goes, right. you know, this is how much you're yep. going to have to pay. Um, Kenny, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here for 15 years. Thanks. 20. 20. 20. 20, I apologize. Close to retirement. So, <laughs> <laughs> even more so, you know, thank you for everything. You're welcome. What, what about you? Thank you. So from the Wayne County Commissioners, the Certificate of Recognition to Kenneth Crumb for 20 years of service to the citizens of Wayne County. So thank you. <laughs> We'll come right out there. You stay seated. I'll right. your certificate. I was going to say 20 more, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that seems unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> you do deserve a happy 20. retirement. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Great job. Thank you. Do you want me to do it while you're taking yeah. pictures? I mean, maybe. maybe. It's not too hot. I don't want to write on yeah. your napkin. Yeah. So, come on. Big smiles, everybody. Oh, such a great job. Let's Sam. Yeah, we can, you can smile with there the eyes. You can show some, uh, some sparkling light there. Okay. Yeah. Faking things up. Look at this. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> Alright, just draw your attention for a couple more minutes. You're gonna snap three quick pictures. Congratulations, Mr. Crumb, on 20 amazing years of service. Here we go, guys. Smile with those eyes for me. Three, two, 
one. Awesome. So I'll spend a crap a few more pictures. Looking great. Oh, that's a big shiny thing off the back wall there. Here we go. Three, two, one. Keep those smiles going for me. Looking fantastic, guys. You're looking great. Those are some wonderful eye smiles. There's so much happiness in this room right now. I can't stand it. I love it. Here we go. Three, Two, three, two, one. Awesome. 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 I've been here. Yeah, you guys been doing all the talking. Yeah, yeah. Someone is going to be talking. Hi. Okay, so I am facilitating the CARES Rent Relief Program. It started this week. We've probably had about 40 calls so far. Karen and myself have been busy. Um, I have not received applications yet, but. I foresee them coming in. We've been mailing a lot of applications more than they have been downloaded, but that's fine. Um, so PHFA has awarded all 67 counties um, for rental assistance due to COVID-19. Tenants that have experienced an income loss of 30% of more since March 1st um, are eligible. It helps with rental assistance and arrears for up to six months between March 1st and December. They awarded Wayne County 107000 If we end up needing more, they will reassess us and provide more at that time. They did also provide 5% administrative um, costs for, you know. Um, rental assistance, and a little more in depth, we will pay up to 750 or the full amount of rent. So if rent is $600, we'll pay the maximum $600. But if it's 1000 we can only pay up to 750 And the landlord has to agree that 750 is the full amount. They will not evict that person. And, you know, it'll be a wash, if you will. Um, we will be paying the landlord on behalf of the tenant. So the tenant will not see the money. It will go directly to the landlord. Um, the deadlines for any applications must be to me by September 30th. Um, you can obtain the applications on the website. We now have a housing page under Human Services. I work with Mickey and Sue Ford from IT. And um, it's posted on Human Services, the front page of Wayne County, and then it's also in the housing page. So we have all the documents, the applications, um, the fact sheet I just provided you. And then, um, again, we can also mail any documents that they need. They can call into myself or Karen for any questions they have. Additional points I just wanted to make was they do not have to call 211 because it's not a housing program. Um, they do not have to be referred to housing for that. Um, Another point I wanted to make is that the landlord and tenant must apply together. So they both have their own documents they have to apply for. They have to, um, on the landlord application, it asks if they're okay with providing their banking account information and if we're allowed to give them electronic payments. Um, I can't remove that because it's PHFA's documents, but we are only giving them a check. So um, I'm putting that on all documentation that we're mailing out because a lot of people are worried about that and I don't blame them. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to mention is they have to apply for the county they reside in. So if someone does apply for me, I will just redirect them because all of the counties have it. Right. So, but that's the... How many months? When is the start date? When's the end date? How much is going to get paid up to that seven? Oh, up to six months between March and December. 
of any thing there. Again, your number, if somebody needed this, um, the number to call then is not 211. What is it? It'll be the livery, so the 570-253-6758. And Karen's answering generic general questions, and then anything further will go right to me. to award the Recycling Center roof contract to Grimm Construction in the amount of $107,982. Just want everybody to know this is D, uh, DEP grant funded 100%. It's no matching money from the county uh, to replace the roof at the Recycling Center. I'll second that. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. That motion carries. All right. Okay, item four. Four, personnel action, salary board, just one, no salary board, just the personnel. A couple of weeks ago, we did um, hire Tracy Welsh as a clerk, too, in the register and recorder's office. Uh, the original intent was to bring her on part-time and move her to full-time in August when her previous work requirements ended. Um, that has been moved up, so uh, Debbie Bates has requested a change to the start date to July 13th. I'll make a motion. I'll make a motion to uh, change the start date.
for Tracy Welsh, Clerk 2 in the Register and Recorder's Office to July 13th, 2020. I'll second that. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 God bless you. Thank you. All right, so guys, not only agenda, but there are three <coughs> items, uh, Rob, if you can come up regarding our uh, redevelopment authority. Uh, and I can get you these motions if you'd like. But there are three motions that have to do with uh, there was a public hearing on July 2nd via telephone regarding CDG program. And uh, we do need three motions regarding uh, modifications and executing agreements and resolutions. That's correct. The, the modification was for the 2019 CDBG. The DCD kicked it back for Texas Township, the ADA showers. Because they changed the low, the LMI numbers, they're now below the 51% threshold. So it wasn't an acceptable or an eligible project. So Texas Township is then going to be, the modification is they're going to put in handicapped parking in the front of the building and grading for the $17,000 grant application for 2019. The beneficiaries stay the same and so do the amounts. This is just a formality so we can we can move forward with all of the 2019 projects. Uh, I'll make a motion then to modify the Texas Township Emergency Shelter uh, grant of 2019, uh, as uh, was just stated, and a grant amount of $17,000 uh, public hearing held September, or July 2nd, 2020, uh, as described. Second. Motion and a second. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 And then I, I just have the actual thing that um, Commissioner Smith needs to sign. Is that okay? Sure. Is it okay to approach? You can. There you go. Okay. Okay, item six. No, we have a couple more resolutions to sign. Oh, okay. We've got to pass them first. Oh, there you go. Yeah, this would be number two on your sheet or on the, uh, depending on the bill, but this one is the CARES Act grant. It's, uh, it's the, is it the cooperation agreement? Sub-recipient. Uh, sub 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 yes. Yep. This is both for the 2020 and the CDBG-CV funds. Since they're so close together, we're just going to do one agreement that will cover both. CV, CDBG, CV stands for COVID. Yes. <laughs> and then the 2020, and then the 2021. So it's Community Development Block Grant dash COVID. Correct. So I'll, I'll make a motion to execute the recipient agreement between County uh, Redevelopment Authority and Commissioners for both the CDBG, CV CARES Act program and the 2020 CDBG grant program. Second. All in favor, city vote saying aye. Aye. Thanks, Robin. I just need Brian to sign and then I'll need uh, Mr. Cedar to uh, attack. And just let the uh, public and the media know the CDBG CV is a two year program. The CDBG uh, regular program is a four year program. And then here are the resolutions. I don't know if you want to. This is this is their uniform one for the CD and you see they if you can say they made the two thousand this is for the twenty twenty. And those two resolutions are item number seven on the agenda. Fully coming up. Two resolutions. 
Yeah. And that's just executing those two resolutions. That's correct. It's a two separate resolutions for each of the grants. Well, I'll make that motion to execute the resolutions uh, for the CDBG CB grant program and the 2020 CDBG program as submitted. Second. All in favor, city vote saying aye. 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 And I'm, I'm just going to ask for, because I did get this back, we do the OBO for Honesdale Borough. Their cooperation agreement, since you already agreed, this is just a, uh, to sign theirs for the OBO. Salem did not have their meeting yet, so I did not get their cooperation agreement. I'll get that on the 17th. But again, um, Commissioner Smith and Mr. Cedar will have to sign. So, that's a, is that a resolution? As no, well? it's just a it's it's a it's a cooperation agreement between the OBOs, okay. saying that the county is going to be. Um, so we so can, can, they, can we do this now, or we wait for yeah. sale? You don't you don't have to wait for sale. You can do them individually because it's contingent on the cooperation agreement between us okay. being signed. So I'll make a motion to to execute the cooperation agreement. The Honesdale Borough uh, uh, for the Wayne County um, Redevelopment Authority uh, to represent them in the OBO. That's correct for the 2020 and the CDBGCV. They can't apply for these funds themselves because they don't have the population. It has to come through the county. Okay. Vote Second. So moved. Second. All in favor, signify saying aye. 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 That's it. And this is all still for an application process for the, the COVID yes, this is, yes, no yes, yes. It's a the it, August 31st is when the CDBGCV, the COVID, has to be submitted to the DCED. The 2020 is in October, but because they did it so close together, we're just doing all the resolutions like instead of having you know 10 different meetings. Bob, thank you. I mean, this is. Again, the general public, this is a complicated process. Uh, uh, and, and, but, it, but it's significant amounts of money uh, to be able to help in areas that have low, uh, low to moderate income populations uh, and have projects that need to be, that, that qualify under all of the um, application, you know, mechanisms for qualification through DCED. And it is a um, more than daunting paperwork chase. Uh, but it's you know a couple hundred thousand dollars, so it's a, yes. it's, a it's it's well worth the effort. Yes, because it was it, it's automatically it's an entitlement program that's automatically given to the counties through an act of Congress. Pennsylvania is the only state that does that. Everybody else is competitive. Are these so these two are separate resolutions? No, they're just copies. This they're, is one copy. That's another copy. So yeah, these are the two same, separate. Yes. So they need two separate resolution Correct. numbers. Correct. That was for Homestale's uh, yes, um, cooperation agreement. It's automatic since you entered into the sub-reciprocate agreement with us because they can't do it themselves anyway. Okay. 
It's not voluntary, so to speak. Okay. Okay, under other business, I'll make a motion to approve the bills. I've had ample time to look over the bills and uh, motion to approve July 9, 2020. Second that. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. That motion carries. Bills are approved. COVID-19 updates. Uh, so first of all, uh, I guess we we have, everybody's aware, <laughs> you're wearing masks, we have updated our uh, policies on masks. We are working on other policies. We have evolved out of a very serious situation under a green or a red color to a yellow color to a green color. And now we are very concerned and do not want to go backwards. So we continue to follow the evolution of this COVID-19. We continue to take into consideration all the updates we get from the CDC, from the federal government and the governor's office. And we will continue to do the things that we feel are necessary to protect our employees, to protect the public, and to see to it to the best of our ability that we do not go backwards. We're very, very concerned already about our economy. We're very, very concerned about a lot of the businesses in our area. And um, we do. We are working on a, an application process to try to help them with some funds that were allocated to the county through a block grant through the CARES Act. Um, we'll, there'll be more to come on that in the, in the coming weeks. Uh, but again, um, you know, our, our update, our updates will continue to reflect the fact that. We are simply trying to be responsible and do the right thing when it comes to COVID-19. Um, I hope and pray that things get better, but we're not sure they are getting better. Um, they were getting better right up till a short time ago. Uh, we still have good numbers in Wayne County. We still, I think, are largely ahead of the curve here, uh, but we want to continue to do that. We've talked with the hospital. We've talked about the availability of our PPE, personal protective equipment. We've talked about protocols. Um, we talk about tests, the availability of tests, uh, how they can consolidate tests. So there's a lot going on, and um, I want people in the public to know <laughs> that we are still very much engaged in the process of COVID-19 and the evolution of that as a, as as it pertains to uh, personal protective equipment and the things that we can do to help the economy and to, to reopen the economy responsibly. So uh, anything that anybody else would like to add, um, jump right in, but uh, that's pretty much where we're at. So stay tuned and we'll continue to evolve. We've, we've talked among ourselves how things are changing pretty regularly at this point. And for the general public, again, I think sometimes it's confusing. Um, so we do encourage people to stay in touch with the mandates and the recommendations um, that we're getting. We encourage other businesses to implement these safety practices for their employees and for the general public, for customers. Um, as Brian said, you know, I think a couple of weeks ago we were all a lot more optimistic. And I think COVID, I'm happy to um, keep it on our agenda uh, for, for a while because I would say at least 50% of our time is dedicated now to mitigating um, the issues with our employees in the county as, as it relates to COVID um, and some of the federal cares issues that are coming. So um, again, thank you for everybody in this room for, for being compliant and 
having everybody else's safety in mind and please you know keep us posted of best practices and great ideas um you know if this keeps our economy open and our businesses open keeping them safe we'll do whatever that is and part of that whole economy picture is is a big focus of ours and, and of the employers is, you know, we need to make sure that we have the availability for employees to return to work, make a living, support their families, and and be retained at work. We don't want to be in a situation of, of having people get called back uh, to their places of employment, uh, and then and then we get a reversion going backwards with with uh, with the ability for that business. Uh, to stay open and then therefore people going back out to being unemployed. So um, we did have a enormous spike up in unemployment to start and it's coming down now and we're really concerned that we want to continue that trajectory of continuing to have employment opportunities and and ways for people to make a living in our in our uh, community uh, and that includes having the businesses stay open so that they can employ and provide services to customers at the same time okay thank you um, so we'll enter into an executive session on personnel and real estate do we expect any action out of that there will not be it's actually going to be litigation not real estate litigation yeah personnel okay. and litigation okay well thank you very much any other Thanks, questions? everybody. There will be no action taken. We'll adjourn as soon as the decision is over.